Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullen. Kick and chase again by Mullen. It's a miracle. Oh, yeah. What about that one? It's Dello. Unbelievable. for a place in the you World Cup. For us. He's yeah! scored! Tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up the day is a bum. This has got to be one of the biggest upsets in the history of boxing. I don't believe it! I see it! But I don't believe it! This is a famous victory, a magnificent performance. What a legend. What a champion. Welcome to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod, where we help you find your edge in the weird and wonderful world of sports betting. Jimmy Buckley here, and we have a huge show for you, actually. We're going to take a look at the Tour de France, which has been bubbling away nicely over there for the last couple of weeks, and making his debut on the podcast, the Racing and Sports Cycling Expert, Tamash Kabedi. Welcome, mate. G'day. Very, very good to have you here, and uh, look, we have a fair bit to get through because this tour, from what I can tell, has been absolutely action-packed so far. Oh, absolutely, especially for the uh, couch peloton, it's been non-stop. <laughs> now, what's, uh, what's caught your eye so far over the course of the last couple of weeks? Oh, look, I can't go past. First and foremost, I think the uh, Aussie stage wins, uh, Simon Clark and... Even uh, more amazing and closer to our heart here in Canberra is uh, Michael Matthews. After a couple of seconds, he's uh, gone on and he's got himself a stage win, which was uh, really emotional and uh, full congrats to him. Yeah, and, and he's um, he really comes across to me as a, as a top bloke, a really nice guy and a fella that, uh, like you mentioned, we're based here in Canberra for this podcast, but, but a fella who always remembers where he's from. Absolutely. He's... Uh, sort of uh, makes a, an appearance at uh, local club events whenever he's in town. It, it's quite awesome to see. Now we've, uh, well, Tamash actually has uncovered a, a almost a ridiculous bet, I think, uh, for the remainder of this tour, which we'll get to a little bit down the line. But firstly, the on-road on action so far, Pogacar, the Slovenian rider who, who led the way early, but he's since been overtaken by uh, Vingegaard, the Dane of uh, of Team Jumbo. So it, it seems like there's some serious competition at, at play here. Tomash, can you just take us through how, how the last few stages have unfolded and where we're currently at in terms of uh, who's leading this tour? Certainly. So Jumbo-Visma uh, with uh, Vingegaard have taken a... Uh stranglehold on the race so far, building up a handy lead of over a couple of minutes. Uh, Certainly their masterclass on Col du Grignon has been awesome and they uh, just took turns relentlessly bashing Pogacar into uh, submission. And so that's kind of where we sit now. We find that both of those teams, so Jumbo Visma as well as UAE, have suffered key staffing losses either to COVID or crashes so I think it's going to make for a super exciting finish to the tour. Now this is I think where it gets quite interesting if you have a look at the overall tour winner market at the moment uh, now these are uh, sports bet odds that I'm looking at here but Vingegaard $1.37 and Pogacar out to $2.80 which you know even a week ago 
you would have thought was absolutely mad to see him get to that price. Oh, absolutely. Look, I would have bet on three certainties in life, which would have been uh, death, taxes and uh, Pogacar winning. And uh, <laughs> here we are. Look, uh, he's got he's got Micah alongside with him as a, as a teammate who can sort of help him. And there is a couple of days in the mountains to come. Um, he's a handy time trialer, but in the in the mountains, there's a lot of a uh, lot of scope for damage. So, and there's a heat wave on, I guess, as well. So, it can really flip. Yeah, there's a bit to play out, I think, by the looks of it. Uh, and just on Pogacar there as well for UAE, which have suffered a bit of COVID damage, as you alluded to there. Yeah. Now, can that potentially have an effect on his chances going forward? Uh, yeah, so normally uh, you have the teams really uh, lining up in front of their uh, GC contenders and they make sure that if uh, the GC rider needs something or if there's a there's a lead out to be had or even if they fall behind then there's a team of people around him to pace him back on and make sure that he's in contention. So losing key personnel's... Uh, it's a it's a serious problem. Yumbo have bullied him out of the lead, like you mentioned. I guess it's up to them now to to try and maintain that and get their boy Vingegaard home. That becomes a little bit more difficult now. I would have thought, uh, having lost a couple of key riders. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. So they've ro- lost uh, Kruisvike and uh, Roglic as well, which have both of those have been amazing throughout the tour so far. But we still have Vout Van Aert with him who's been absolutely amazing uh we have uh pinut as well so yumbo still have a few key personnel around uh Vingegaard. certainly vout van art and tish pinut very very handy and uh there is going to be a couple of really massive uh mountain stages where what's sort of almost working in the top two's favor is the fact that they've been the best for quite some time now. They've ridden everyone off their wheel. So I think it might turn out to be that the the two teams are matched and hopefully they'll just it'll become individual battles. The gap now back to Pogacar in second place, I believe, is about two minutes twenty odd seconds. Is it some of those mountain stages then in the Pyrenees where he can potentially peg that back or is it gonna be more time trial? Uh look he definitely can make it back. He the uh Pogacar lost uh, that sort of time on a single stage. Now there is uh, stage 18, I believe, has two HC climbs and a uh, category one climb coming up. So that is an absolute monster day in the saddle and more than enough time. Now, given the uh, the crazy weather in uh, in Europe at the moment, it's uh, absolutely possible. A lot of commentators felt that Pogacar sort of lost his lead due to water and food and, and fatigue issues more than uh, just a fitness. Now, it's fascinating, I think, this, this European heat wave, which uh, is wreaking havoc, not only on the Tour de France riders, but across the continent, there are wildfires going off everywhere. I mean, it's it's just, it's That's bizarre. Madness, it's yeah. It's almost like uh, the Australian summer a, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. The weather conditions with the ever-present threat of a COVID invasion and with the slight weakening of the Yumbo team, this therefore could potentially open up. So I guess what I'm saying is maybe it's not quite a two-horse race as the market suggests. And on the third line of betting here, as the outright winner, we have Geraint Thomas, the Welshman, who I think won this three years ago. Yeah. Can we make a case to say that uh, that 11 bucks about Thomas at this stage might be worth something? 
Oh, absolutely. Look, he's uh, – I think you can – I saw him at 17. Shop he, around, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, look, he's he's done this before and he knows what it takes. And the uh, climb so far, the certainly Pogacar and Vingegaard have taken off and have really been battling against each other. But what we've seen is Thomas just pacing himself back on. He's a good time trialer and he's really – really fought hard to be where he is. And I think definitely uh, he's arguably they have one of the strongest teams. They're leading. They've got three in the top ten. So they're really strong team around him and he's smart. So I, I really think that you could make the case for uh, Thomas to, to take it out. Are there any others here that are genuine chances of winning from this point? I'm not sure about the genuine, but Bardet has been awesome. He's been there or thereabouts. He's climbed well. Uh, certainly uh, at, at $51, I could see things happening. He's been strong and this tour has shown that it just takes a blink of an eye to lose uh, lose people due to a crash. Uh, certainly Vingegaard had a crash as well. There's been the, the, the ever-present danger of COVID. And so, look, I, I think that might be a, a sneaky little one to put on. Bardet is a curious case. Now, we've been trawling some of these markets earlier today to try and find a bit of value here. And just on Bardet, strangely, bizarrely, he's not present in either the Ladbrokes or the sports bet top three finish markets. And furthermore, I'll run you through the first few in the market here for Ladbrokes. You've got Vingegaard, $1.13 to finish top three. Pogacar, $1.13 to finish top three. Thomas is $1.33, and there's a gap back to Yates at 6 bucks. But as we mentioned, Bardet not listed in that market for whatever reason. Over to Sportsbet, which calls this the podium finish. Yeah. And from what I can tell, that is identical to a top three finish. Vingegaard, $1.11. Thomas on the second line at $1.37. And Pogacar all the way out at $1.75 to finish on that podium before we get out to $6.50 for Adam Yates and again Bardet not listed in that market. $1.75 Pogacar to finish top three. Tomash, tell oh, me that's not something. I think that's pretty juicy. Uh, he's, he's shown that he can time trial well. He's uh, been tearing the legs off people and I, I just, bar, barring some uh, something unfortunate, I can't see him not finishing in the top three. I wonder what that price is all about, whether they've factored in some of that COVID malarkey <laughs> or whether they've just uh, yeah. got this one wrong. I mean, like we say, there's a huge difference between the two books there, $1.13 one and $1.75 the other. Uh, look, I'm not sure what that's based on, but I, I would strongly suspect that he'd finish in the top three. Now, another category, I suppose, uh, and this seems to be where there is a fair bit of value, and this is the king of the mountains, which we love every year. I mean, yep. this is this is what it's all about, really, isn't it? And this is wide open, Pogacar, $5, the field, really. Talk us through how you would be approaching this market at this point. Well, I'd probably look at the, uh, the points that are still out on the road. So there is... Uh this King of the Mountain is a is a points and base system and currently leading, I think, 46 or so points is uh, Geshka and there is uh, two 
uh, HC climbs, there's six Category 1 climbs, and all of those attract sort of 20 and 10 points for the winner, and they have sort of a decreasing scale of return. So it really means that there is plenty of points on the road for someone to start now and make a tilt at it. I suspect that Pogachar is going to try and do something and if he does, people are falling behind and certainly we've found that Vingegaard's been the only one who's been able to stick with him. So I could see that happening. I could see those two going on a march and uh, certainly uh, which warrants their favouritism. I've liked Geshka. He's leading at the moment and he's done it. He's, he's sort of uh, the, uh, the crazy steep climbs may not suit him, but he's done this by showing intent early getting in the breakaways and getting out there, trying to get points. And uh, so I think Geshka at $11, look, it could happen, depending on what the, uh, rest of the rest of the race does. You referred to him off air as the accumulator, which I think is a, a pretty good description. And it sounds like he'll give you a, a run for your money in any event at $11.50. He's the fifth favourite, I suppose, on that line of betting. Yeah. Just a couple of rungs down at $18.00. Tom Pidcock. Now, we've been fairly impressed by some of his work so far. Ah, Look, he's been absolutely awesome. Former Olympic gold medalist for mountain bikes. Uh, He's a handy cyclocross rider. He's uh, taken the Alpe d'Huez stage on Bastille Day and probably the highlight from that for me is his descending. It was just fearless. It was knees rubbing on the road. It was insane and uh, it's well worth a look. And certainly he's, uh, he's shown that he's a, he's a very capable rider. Definitely well worth plugging that one into YouTube, Tom Pidcock, because he was just eating them up on the downhill oh. that you showed me. Good Lord, that right. was phenomenal. So, yeah. so running through that market then quickly, the King of the Mountains, Pogacar $5, Vingegaard $6, Sison. He's sort of had a few, uh, few showings. But, but look, he's, he's a good bet, like anyone in the GC who's willing to uh, try to make a move. I think uh, lower down GC riders as well would be a good bet as well for King of the Mountain. Yeah, so there you go. Sison $7, Pino $9, Geshki $11.50, which uh, we don't mind. I'm going to propose that maybe the way to play that is uh, have a go at Pogacar, have a go at Vingegaard, so you're covered, yep. and then maybe throw in Geshki $11.50. I mean, that's not bad going, I think. No, no, I think so, yeah. All righty, Tomash, we might sum this up, so... First and foremost, and I think the best on offer potentially at the moment with Sportsbet, crucially, $1.75 for Pogacar to finish top three. We don't mind the look of Geraint Thomas at anywhere from $11 and, like you say, possibly up to $17, depending on where you shop. Yeah, Might be worth something small to, to win the entire thing. And then King of the Mountains, Geshki, $11.50, Worth a shekel or two, and feel free to cover off with Pogachar and Vingegaard at five dollars and six dollars, respectively. Tomash, before I let you go, tell me who do you think is winning it from here, the tour overall? I'm actually going to say Pogachar. There like, we go. Uh, I have. Uh, You've been in his corner all all the way, haven't uh, you? Look, I've avoided betting on him because he's been so so such an odds-on favourite, and I've liked Vingegaard, but I think Pogacar's just an absolute freak, and I'm I think he's going to turn it on. We're looking forward to seeing how he responds as a edge closer to the Pyrenees. Tomas, thank you very much for coming in. Very much appreciated, and I've I've wanted to do a a tour podcast ever since we started. All right. Uh, so well, good to get it out of the way, mate. And We'll have to do another one soon. Oh, I think we might need to. Right. See where we land, mate. Thank you very much.
and happy punting.